What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. Welcome back to Confident AF. I am so happy. We are here with Anna Grace. If you guys do not know who she is, um, go ahead and you guys can give her a follow. I have her link down below. But um, when I was writing out your bio, I was like, what? I was like, um, okay, fashion icon, wardrobe stylist, <laughs> baddie. Um, <laughs> and, then, and now recently celebrity energy reader. I mean, that's like huge. So we'll get into that as well. Um, but I love that you put on your like bio, um, specializes in connecting women to their highest version of themselves via Akashic records. So I really want to dive into that, but if you guys don't know her, welcome her, Anna Grace. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me and also a beautiful intro. I'm like, baddie me. Yes. I love that. (laughs) That's the energy I needed this morning. Um, Yeah. I'm really excited to be here. I feel like confidence or confidence is one of my favorite things to talk about because it's something that I've really worked hard at mastering and then teaching people. So when you reach out to me, I'm like, yes, we're going to have a great conversation. So I'm excited to be here. I love it. I love it. Um, and that's like, when I think of you, I think of someone who has like an incredible amount of outward, like radiating confidence. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I'm excited to get into it. So speaking of let's do our little confidence corner, which is basically what made you confident this week. I finally came up with a fucking name for it guys. So hopefully, hopefully that sticks confidence corner. I, I like it. I like it. What was it before? I like nothing. It was well before that I was doing, um, weekly win, but then okay. I was like, well, it kind of always comes back to confidence, your weekly win. So I was like, okay, confident. I had no name for it. I had it like, as, um, what made you confident this week? But I was like, I need a little kind of like well, something. Name. Yeah. I like confidence corner. Cause you're also kind of like in a little corner, like how, right? how you're yeah. set up. Yeah. So I yeah. like that. It's perfect. Okay, cool. okay. So what made me feel confident this week? Is that what, or just yeah. like in general? Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Gosh, I feel like I, well, in order to give, maybe I'll give like a little back backstory on maybe areas where I haven't felt confident and then now where I am. So I talk about this a lot on my social media and maybe YouTube, other random areas, but I struggled a lot with disordered eating. I was, you know, the classic gymnastics cheer girly grew up at like those super ooey, good formative years of like 14 years old, where it was like, okay, everyone lose, lose weight, (laughs) you know, and, (laughs) and you have to be skinny to be a top girl and you can't eat to be a good gymnast. I don't know where that came about. Anyways, it was always really difficult for me because people, even to this day, when they look at me, they're like, you look like a gymnast. Like I'm just like muscular. Like I've always had like a really strong build. Like I was never going to be like a little teeny tiny bop. It just was not my, how my body was literally made. So I have gone like full circle. I did like the whole 10 years of like disordered eating and like hating myself to being on the completely opposite end of the spectrum. And I feel like even yesterday I was out on the beach and I had been working all day and I was in I was literally like, cause you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I've just eaten a meal or I don't want to get in a swimsuit or I don't want to, you know, you have all these, we have all these like rules that we make up in our head. Mm-hmm. Right. And I 
also yesterday was on my period. I'm like, sorry, TMI, but I was like kind of bloated. And I was out in a swimsuit on the beach and I was packing up and I realized that not one second was I, I didn't even think about my body. I didn't even think about, oh, I'm bloated or make excuses. I was with my boyfriend too, which normally you'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm nervous or whatever. Or I don't feel my best. I did not think about it for one second. And I was like, wow. I had a moment where I was like, the old version of me would have like put on a t-shirt or a cover up or hidden. And I was like, I feel so just solid, you know, confident, but solid in who I am and where I'm at. So I feel like I've really gotten to a beautiful place of every single day practicing. I do like a self-acceptance practice where like, no matter where I am, that's something too, that definitely I would say is my confidence piece for the week. I've been traveling for a month. I have not had stability routine consistency for a month. I was in another country. I was in Spain, like no factors that really were in my favor for like feeling my best. And that's not even from like a, you know, be, I hate when people are like, I've been out of my routine or I haven't been being good or whatever. I don't use any of that verbiage, but I, um, I do like routine because it makes me feel good. I, yeah. I don't like to eat gluten because I'm allergic to it. You know, there's just some things that are, I just haven't had control over. And, um, but I've really gone back to every single day. I do a, like a morning, I'd usually do a morning tapping EFT. Are you familiar with tapping? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I do tapping over, like I had done that this week. I'm like, you know, I've been traveling. I have had a lot of things out of my control. There was a hurricane in Florida. I'm in Florida. I don't know if I said that on this podcast. I live in Florida. <laughs> so I go to the beach every day. I'm in a swimsuit every day. Um, and I was doing tapping and every single day I do a self-acceptance practice where I'm like, no matter where I am right in this exact moment, it is exactly where I'm meant to be, no matter what the circumstance is. And I feel like that was the major piece with me getting out of disordered eating and all the things was a self-acceptance piece. It's like the biggest piece, recognizing where you are and being like, I've done the best I can to get to me, to, to get me to this point. And, um, so yeah, I would say that's been my latest tool is I've been doing EFT every single day. And I really have just completely disassociated from caring about or putting so much emphasis, I guess, on like the physical body and mostly just being like, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel good. That's all I want to do is feel good. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, Speaking of like the self-acceptance practice, you were talking about on another uh, podcast, like really um, directing your energy every day and like how you were resetting like multiple times throughout the day. And that actually, I listened to that since we were going to record last week, I was listening to all your podcasts the week, that same week or the week before. I can't remember which week it was, but um it had been a while since today is what I'm trying to get at. But, um, so I was (laughs) I'm like, where am I fucking going? Um, but I thought about that this week too, because same thing, I I'm not in the place where I'm like, okay, I need to be like hundred percent strict on my gym routine or anything like that. I've gotten really far away from feeling that, but I, like you said, I do like to be in somewhat of a routine. And So this week when I was coming back and I was feeling like a little bit like, oh shit, like everything's kind of up in the air. I haven't been in my routine. You know, I haven't shopped for groceries. All these things are up in the air. I did that. um, I did like a little self-acceptance or like a, um, like directing my energy or protecting my energy in the morning um, this week. And it was so fucking helpful. I couldn't even believe it because I'm in a period right now where my energies are going a lot of different places. Like a lot of things are happening where I'm having to put my energy into different people, into different things. And it's really, it's different for me. And it feels very like, um, 
it can feel really exhausting, like directing your energy at different people and letting them use your energy all the time. But that really helped me this week too. And that's what I was actually going to talk about is praying over my energy and like saying, I have control over where it goes and how much it leaves me and how much I'm going to keep it with me and all these things. So I love that. I love that you talked about that self-acceptance practice that you do as well. What does that really like look like for you in the morning? Yeah. So I do a couple of different things I do. The first thing that I do in the morning is I wake up, I walk outside to my backyard or wherever you can go grass, any type of grounding. I am like, I want to, I want to start a cult where we just ground. (laughs) I'm like, if I had a cult, we would just ground. I want everyone to know about grounding. I was laughing. I was out somewhere in Arizona and this girl walked by. I'm like, do you want to join my grounding club? Because I was, it was the meditation retreat. I was, I was telling you, I was making everyone ground because I feel like getting grounded first thing in the morning, literally it's like science. It's not even woo. -woo. So if you're like, I'm on the fence scientifically, we are electromagnetic beings. And so when we connect our feet to the ground, it's kind of like our little charging port, right? There is energy at the earth's core that literally clears our system from devices and phones and stuff. Cause that just gets us all in a tizzy. That's why they always say like, get off your phone in the morning. I literally go outside, no phone ground into the ground. And I imagine like a cord, like I always say, like I'm rooted in love. Like I was literally a cord from my feet connecting me to the ground, like, so that I am rooted all day long in my own energy. Right. And like every, I set the intention for the day that every action that I do all day long will be a loving action. Right. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to be reactive. I'm not going to be shook by anything. I'm going to be rooted in love. And so I do that grounding practice. And then I practice literally I envision like I'm in an energetic bubble. And so I do an energetic bubble practice, which is funny because I always tell people, do you remember the scene in the wizard of Oz where Glinda, the good witch comes in on her pink bubble? Yep. Yeah. It's really, it's actually like, it's a really ancient practice, this bubble, people imagining they're in an energetic bubble and it relates to our auric field. That's really like our auric field. If you get your aura photograph, that's what it looks like, this bubble. And so I set my bubble up. I'm actually doing, I was, um, I think I was saying this before we started, I'm doing courses and, um, videos that are coming out. It's called AG university. My name, Anna Grace, AG university. And so I'll take people through this, like an in-depth energetic protection, if you're really interested, but for the sake of the conversation, I imagine we're inside of a bubble and I set up my bubble with the intention for the day. So I'm always like the only emotions that I'm going to allow into my bubble or love. If there's any negativity that's coming to me. Like I, it's not welcome in my bubble. I send it to the light. You know, I just talk and I literally talk out loud in my backyard <laughs> to the trees, <laughs> to the forest behind me. <laughs> But I'm telling you, I, I saw a client yesterday. I also do energy readings. So I do Akashic record readings. I saw a client yesterday and I was telling her, I'm like, I started doing this practice and I literally do not get internet trolls anymore because I, every morning set up my bubble that they cannot access me. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care what anyone says if they don't believe it. I'm like, I have physically seen people sending me negative energy and now they're, they don't like it just, I repel it. I'm like, nope. I'm in my bubble and I'm safe. So that's a big one of the energetic protection that I always tell people, I'm like, it's so simple. Just try it. And people were like, okay, I thought this was silly, but it's literally changed my life. I'm like, I know it's crazy. So I'm like a good free tool. Um, also, okay. So the tapping that I do is basically you could go on YouTube and watch tapping. Tapping is the fastest way to reprogram your subconscious. And 
I just learned basically the the tap points. So it's kind of like the similar points as Chinese acupuncture, but you're just tapping with your hands. So I learned the tap points. I did a couple of tapping sessions with a tap practitioner. And then I got to the point where I was comfortable just kind of guiding myself through whatever was coming up. So literally every morning I'll like sit with myself and take myself. Well, this is a perfect example. So I got on TikTok, which I shouldn't have even done. I, I really don't even want to get on TikTok before noon because <laughs> I obviously I talk about a lot of energy work stuff and that challenges a lot of people's belief systems because maybe they don't believe in it. So I had someone coming for me saying she's fraud and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, it still hurts my feelings because I'm like, I'm just trying to help. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't attack me. I'm, I'm literally just trying to give you a helpful tool. But, you know, I sat with myself and I was like, okay, so I took myself through a tapping. I'm like, even though people say that, or they don't believe me, I'm going to give them compassion that they're just not in the same place as me. They don't have the same belief system. And I send that person love and acceptance, and I'm just going to move on. And I feel like you can tap through any situation that's triggering, causing you anxiety, um, whether or not. So I could say, you know, I've been, I'll tap through, even though I've been traveling for a month and I've, you know, eaten gluten or things that I'm not feeling good. I'm back. I'm resetting. I fully love and accept myself. I love that I did that. I love that I traveled. I love that I experienced things and I didn't allow my food or diet or lifestyle to dictate my fun. You know, I, I just talk myself through the situation at the end. You always say like the official words, like I fully love and accept myself and the EFT practice. So, um, that's kind of the self-acceptance practice. Sorry. That was so long-winded, but no, I love it. <laughs> I love it because I think, you know, saying like, oh, I'm going to say like a prayer over my energy for the day or a practice over self-acceptance. It's kind of like people might feel like, wait, what the fuck does that even look like? Or how long does it take? Or that's a lot. I can't do it. But I think what you're describing, I'm saying, going to say is like five to 10 minutes in the morning, right? Totally. Yeah. Five to 10 minutes. I'm not, I don't typically engage in like a one hour routine. I want to, but I've also learned that you don't need to, you know, because sometimes it gets so unattainable that people Mm -hmm. just give up, (laughs) you know, they're like, who has the time or I've overslept. I always just do like a five minute reset. My energetic bubble practice takes 60 seconds, put your feet on the grass. 60 seconds in the morning. And then I just sit and do EFT tapping or I'll do a meditation. And both of them, I would say are about five to 10 minutes. So nice. I've gone through periods where I did like an hour and I don't know if I really needed it. You know, I don't know. I don't, I felt great, but I'm good with the five to 10. Yeah. I like that too, because I think with the whole, like setting your intention for the day, right. And grounding, it's really like, when we think about when you think of somebody maybe coming for like a negative aspect of that or not, like you said on TikTok, people challenging um, or it challenging people's belief systems. If you really think about it, right. It's like, you're really just reframing your mindset for the day. That's it. Like, it's nothing like where we're like calling on any like fucking crazy shit, right. You're just (laughs) reframing your mindset for the day and saying like, Hey, you know, if somebody wants to come at me with negativity or something is out of my control, like I'm releasing it, that's just a mindset practice at the end of Mm -hmm. the day. Right. 100%. And, and too, I always tell people, I'm like, it's, if you're unaware, that's when your energy is just going everywhere and you have Mm -hmm. no control and you feel bad and you're anxious and you don't know why. And so that's why I share these things with people. I'm like, if you're feeling that way, this is just information. Your body's just giving information. Like, Hey, I need to call it back. You can call your power back at the end of the day. If you feel like you've given too much to social media, 
vice versa. And one of my other favorite energy kind of, um, tools is human design. Do you know your human design? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually had somebody come on one of my friends and explain human design and then read my human design chart on the podcast. What's your design? I'm a generator, which I just saw you put that you're a projector, which is so funny because I attract always projectors or I'm attracted to projectors. It's like everyone in my life is a projector. Well, we're very compatible. My boyfriend's a generator. Projectors and generators are like handshake emoji. We go together yeah. because I don't have an engine. <laughs> He's got an engine. <laughs> so if, if you guys aren't familiar, essentially projectors are, it's, I always tell people it's a projector, like a literal, like movie projector onto a screen. Cause at first I was like, I don't like the word projector, like mm-hmm. projecting emotions, you know, it's kind of yeah. a negative esque connotation at first and projectors basically work in bursts. So they don't quite have the engine, whereas generators can work nonstop. I mean, my boyfriend, he'll get off work and he'll be like jumping on the trampoline out here and like wants to go like run around and play in the yard. And I'm pooped. I'm like, I've got to lay down and meditate, reset. And it's really just understanding that everyone's energetic flow is different. And last night I was posting about, I have an aura ring and I, um, I slept like almost 10 hours and my boyfriend's like, how is that even possible? I'm like, I love to sleep. I love my rest, but that's the, that's the projector human design. Whereas generators don't maybe need as much. Do you, are you a sleeper or no? Actually, I'm a really great sleeper. Um, but I don't like nap. I don't, I mean, sometimes I do now as I've gotten like a little bit older, but it's funny too, because before I knew my human design or my husband's human design, like, um, we also have a six year age gap. So he's six years older. So So he would always, Oh really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I really love that age gap. Um, but he's like, he would tell me when we first got together. So I was much younger. He was barely like hitting his 30, 31, 32. And, um, he was like, don't you need to lay down? Like, don't you need to take a nap? He always used to tell me that. And I was like, no, like, I just, I don't know. I just like, I I feel like I don't have any, I'm, I'm not tired yet. Like, and, um, he always attributed it to our age gap. He was like, wow, that's so dope. Like you're so young. Like you're so full yeah. of energy. It's like you're so young and spry. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. But now that I understand the human design, I'm like, it makes a lot of sense to me now because I don't shut when I shut down, I'm like you were saying, like going into immediate REM. That's me. I feel like I shut down and I immediately that's when I get my rest, but I don't do anything like resting during the day. I I try to, because I think in human design, right. We're supposed to like, um, or maybe this is the archetype archetypes. Um, you're supposed to work on the parts that you're not as, um, in tune with, or that you're not like automatically that you don't do automatically. I think this is the archetypes I'm talking about now, but you're supposed to like work on the aspects of yourself that aren't naturally there. Um, oh, I like that. Do you, do you know anything about the archetypes? I don't, I don't, but I, I mean, I'm into all the things. It's super, super similar to, um, to human design. So it's like five, four or five different ones. And, um, basically you take a test, you do a score and it tells you like, okay, these are the ones that you have the highest score with. And you're supposed to get the, get all the scores to be basically even would be balanced or, um, somewhat cool. even. So you're supposed to work on the things that you're not as natural at, which for me is resting and taking time during 
activities versus trying to bang it all out and then (laughs) be completely done. Right. Yeah. Well, interesting. I've never heard, I like that. I've never heard that and working on things that you're not naturally, I feel like I'm definitely like, if there was a scale, it's like, I'm a zero on certain things and a 10 in other areas where I'm great at, or like, so working on that would be an interesting journey, (laughs) finding a little bit more balance on things that I'm not good at. Yeah. It's Mm. hard. It's hard. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty interesting. There's a book called uh, the five arch- archetypes. I always want to call it, call it archetypes, but I think I archetypes. think I've been corrected that it's archetypes. Archetypes. <laughs> yeah, um, that one's hard. It looks like Archie types. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, do you have a uh, weekly fave, or do okay. you have anything you've been loving this week? Weekly fave. Um, let's see. Yes. I always have things that I'm loving. I went to, I got all new makeup actually last week. I went to an event and I got new makeup by Ilya. Have you used Ilya? I've never used them, but people have been talking about them a lot. Yeah. It's like all natural, clean beauty. I'm like not sponsored. I love it. Also this set I'm wearing, it's, um, shop or it's Lala. Yeah. I know. I knew it. As soon as you had it on, I was like, I love them. Yeah, the, love them boutiques. I'm loving right now. Oh, and shop Easy Tiger. Easy I have Tiger. no affiliation with either one. I wish I did because mm. they're super dope. But those are two that I'm like really fun, bright. I'm trying to like dress as my most brightest, boldest self. You know. Yep. I get so used to just like being in like a sweatshirt or something cozy. Athleisure. To go to the beach. Yes. Yeah. And I'm really trying to dress up every day. <laughs> I'm actively trying to set the intention for and put on an outfit and I'm going to show up. Cause I realize I get more done when I'm like dressed yes. up hair and makeup. Cause when I'm not in my hair and makeup or cute outfit, I won't really get on camera. Cause I'm like me. And then, then sometimes it'll be like three days. I haven't done anything. I'm like, okay, Anna Grace, put on an outfit. Yeah. I feel that that was actually, mine was clothing based too. I've actually been really liking, um, Princess Polly has actually really expanded their curve section. They've been so crushing it. They really have been adding like a lot because they just uh, released like their curve stuff. Maybe like, I don't know, maybe a year ago. Um, and yeah, because- I ordered and it was used- not that many SKUs. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt it's you. Okay. <laughs> I used to, be, I was like going there with him. Like, yeah, I used to be really intimidated by their website because I felt like their models were truly like the thinnest, most beautiful people I've ever seen. Yes. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell that would look like on my body. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't, I, that's kind of where I feel like with, um, white Fox is, oh, I like, don't ever shop there. Yeah. I've never, I've never ordered from them, but, um, yeah. Princess Polly curve. I've been really liking, like, yeah. it's, it's a really, I even ordered maybe like two weeks ago, got the order, went to go like return the items. I didn't like, and then I went on the website to see like, okay, am I going to exchange it? And they had added more SKUs. So I feel like they add, they've been adding a lot of SKUs to that curve line, um, like really consistently. So that's, yeah, that's been my favorite is they have some good like corsets. Oh yeah. I've always really liked princess Polly. I think they have like really cute stuff too. Good price point. Yeah, definitely good price point as well. And actually I haven't mentioned this either, but finesse, have you, um, check them out. They're definitely like going to be for a specific occasion, but like, um, like clubby kinda, but can definitely like, they have a ton of corsets that you could definitely add like a blazer to jacket. Um, 
but they have high quality items, decent price point. Um, I would say everything like top wise is probably under $50 and, um, they go up to, they go, I think extra, extra small to like three X. So they have a good oh. like size range. Finesse. I'm going to check them out. I've never heard of them. I love Finesse that. studios. Maybe I have, I need to look. Yeah. They're a really good brand. I've been liking a lot too. So that's been my weekly fave. Ooh, weekly faves. <laughs> I want to talk to you about overall confidence and you kind of already mentioned this, but I feel like, like I said, when I think of you, I think of somebody who's outwardly really, really confident. I feel like a lot of people would probably say that looking at your like videos, TikToks, all that is that you really are kind of out there with, uh, your personality. And it seems like, like from an outsider looking in, right. You just don't really give a fuck. So I really don't <laughs> that that's so, <laughs> where did that come from? Like, where did that, I know you mentioned that you had to work on being like that and, um, work on your disordered eating and all that stuff. So where did this outward aversion of you and the confidence really come from? Yes, it's definitely been a journey, especially I've been on the internet now for sake that since 2015. That's a long, I don't know. How long is that? A long time. Seven years. Seven years. Oh my gosh. Wow. Shoot. Yeah. So I do feel like a lot of my massive transition and growth has unfolded because that was my entire twenties. You know, I'm 29 now. So there was times where it was difficult trying to work on your confidence when you're under the, you're just, everyone's watching your every move and giving their commentary and their feedback. And I definitely feel like it forced me to really take a hard look at my insides, you know, like when you have all this outside, outside noise, which I've never really let bother me, but still sometimes it's just annoying or it makes you take a step back or question, oh, wow, why did they say that? Is that a me thing or is that a them thing? Mostly it's a them thing, <laughs> but still you have to get really solid in you and knowing your beliefs, knowing your intention, knowing where you come from and knowing what your, yeah, really what, what, what your intention is with everything you're putting out, right? If it triggers someone, I know that in my heart it was meant to help or it was coming from a loving place, right? Right. So I think that now I have gotten to a place where I have such good, well, one, mindfulness practices set in place where, and just tools in my tool belt where I can reset, I can go inward, I can have a conversation with myself. And I am just so tuned in I would say through meditation practice, through other practices that I've done with my intuition on knowing myself, what I need, whether it's taking a step away from social media, whether some days I just feel like chatting and hanging out on social media all day and I love it. Some days it's a no. And I just really, really listen to all of those cues. I feel like I've gotten so, yeah, I don't know. I think that the main thing is just really, really listening to my intuition and really learning to trust myself. That was a big piece is trusting myself, trusting that if I get a ping to do this or don't do this, that I know that that's in my best interest for the day. Because I think showing up on social media, I used to be like, I'm always going to show up and I'm always going to do all these things and I'm going to do this and I'm going to work out and I'm going to, yeah, grind. And now I'm like, no, no, no. I check in with myself before everything that I do. I really do. I set an intention before everything that I do. And I feel like that has changed my life. I listened to the book power of intention. It's a little slow. That one in the universe has your back. Gabby Bernstein. Do you know mm -hmm. her? Yep. Love Gabby. Those two were really good ones. Um, the power of intention she recommended, and it's a little slow at times, but it, it's, if you stumble upon it and you feel called to it, it's great because I mean, I set an intention before 
I take a shower. I'm like, I'm going to do wash away all the energy of the day. Like I know I, I really set intentions with everything before I eat a meal. I'm like, okay, I'm going to shut everything down. I'm going to focus. I'm going to focus on me. I'm not going to be distracted. You know, I talk myself through things all day long. I feel like having that inner knowing and that inner trust for myself is something I did not have until I would say post, I don't know, 23, 25. And that is where my confidence is unshakable because my foundation, my intention for everything and like really getting to know myself is that foundation is so solid that now I know no matter what I do on social media, whatever people say, if I see someone else, that stuff doesn't trigger me like it used to, because I know in my head that I'm like, no, I love myself where I am. And I did not have that self-love piece. And I find that the main part of that love and acceptance is like learning your own, what your body's telling you and your intuition. And I'm so big on intuitive eating and all of these things, because it's like, when you start this own language with yourself and you really are like, literally I will ask myself questions. I'll be like, okay, let's think about this. Like, does this feel good to me for real? Like the the office space, I'm looking for an office space right now. And it was really alluring and beautiful, but it just really wasn't a good fit, but I wanted it to work. And Mm -hmm. then I had to take a step back and I'm like, you know what? Something better is going to come. And I literally asked myself out loud, is this a yes or a no? And you can tell the difference in your body, literally like a yes feels like exciting and expansive. And a no, you kind of like tense up and you're like, "Eh, I don't know. I don't know. And you can, you know, start to feel that. So I really feel like I've created this like kind of like language (laughs) with myself And all it takes is literally 10 seconds checking in with yourself. But I do feel like that has been something that has unlocked this just unshakable confidence in me. And that no matter what it is that I talk about on social media, whether it challenges someone's belief system or it's outside of their comfort zone, or maybe they've never even experienced anyone like me that's into energy work or, you know, I'm a medium. Like I do all these things that I think people are triggered by because it's foreign to them. They don't understand it. But I know that I'm like, well, I know myself, I know where I come from. And I know what I'm talking about is coming from a loving place. And that to me is the most unshakable confidence that I have experienced this far. Who knows? It could change every few years, but at this point in time, 29, I'm, I am pretty, I'm pretty rooted. (laughs) I'm like, I know where I stand, but it took work. And I think that a lot of people don't want to put in the work to, getting to know themselves fully, the good, the bad, the shadow side, the good stuff. Yeah. And if you're somewhere where you don't know where to start, I would say start starting with a journal. I love having a journal and flipping back and meet like a year from now and being like, wow, look how much progress I've made. Like, this is something that I would write about that upset me that now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) And I really don't, I don't, I am pretty at this point. I'm, I often wonder, I'm like, what is something someone could say that would really upset me? I don't even know anymore. Cause I just, I don't, give them that power over me. Yeah. I love that. Like I interview so many different people and we talk about so many different areas of confidence, self-growth career. And it's, it's incredible to me that every single time it comes back to knowing yourself and getting in tune with yourself Mm -hmm. and self-reflection. That's literally it. And I wish it was like, it could be something more so that it could be more digestible or that someone would be like, Oh, I like, I wish we could put it out in steps for you guys, but it's really like, that's it. You just have to take that time to self-reflect. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you said like a lot of people don't want to look inward or look at like the shadow part of us. And I think that's very true. I didn't want to look at that for a really long time. So 
I love that. That's exactly where you went with confidence and having that confidence. Yeah. And I actually, I do feel like if I were to give someone advice on where to start with, you know, because it's kind of overwhelming, you go on TikTok and people mm-hmm. are like, I journal, I meditate, you know, there's so many steps. And I always tell people follow the path of least resistance. It is so I really subscribe. I, I don't even like to use the word hard. I always say like, I don't ever like to be like, Oh, it's hard. Like I mm-hmm. always catch myself being like, no, it's not just find a different way that resonates with me. So I could meditate for an hour in the morning, or I could do a tapping practice for five minutes. That's easier for me. And it feels more efficient and faster. And it resonates with me. Right. Like I always tell people, ask yourself, what is the path of least resistance? What is one way that I will sit with myself, get to know myself because it's difficult. You know, I didn't like, I used to not like to be alone at all. Now I love to be alone, (laughs) but it, it was a transition. Right. And that just probably comes a little bit too with age, but I, always tell people like, ask yourself, what is the path of least resistance, especially with like working out or finding something that you like in the gym yesterday. I told Austin, I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym today. I'm not feeling it. Let's go swim in the ocean and run on the beach and do like jumping jacks. You know, like that sounded so much more fun. And that's what we did. And it was like a 30 minute workout and we had fun and we worked out together and we got to spend time together. And it wasn't like me at planet fitness, you know, on the weight machine, you know, like it's just reframing okay, I'm going to set aside this time every day for myself, but it could be literally me listening to music and dancing with myself. I mean, it could be whatever it is. that sounds fun to you or easy, like make it easy. Cause the, if you enjoy the process, you're going to show up for yourself every single day and do it. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Um, okay. I want to tap into Akashic records. Okay. So give us like a brief, I know you've talked about this on a lot of podcasts, um, but give us a brief like what is the Akashic records? And I know you talked about not wanting to really like release that on TikTok and say that you basically had this like, um, medium. I don't, do I call it a power? I'm like, is it? <laughs> yeah, a- <laughs> I like power. I'm I'm like, like, you have this like medium I, power. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I call them energetic gifts. We all okay, have okay. them. Yeah. It's fun. Um, but yeah, power is, I like that word too. I'm okay. like superpower me, a superhero. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And not wanting to kind of like talk about that and where I know you have released it now and talked about it. Um, so what gave you the like push to, or the confidence to release it and talk about it? Yeah. So, and honestly, I would say this is probably like maybe the, maybe like the fifth podcast I've talked about it on. It's actually pretty new. I just recently went through a a new, a new rebirth of myself where I'm like, Anna Grace, we just, I don't care. I, I have to let this one go. Cause it was the last thing that I was holding on to. That was part of my private life that the internet didn't have access to, but it was also a major part of my purpose and why I have a platform. Right. So yeah. it was very contradictory. <laughs> so I share this. So I actually, I, I was just telling Leisha before we got on that I'm releasing a podcast probably by the time this comes out, it, yes. it should be live. It's I'm really so just, excited, yes. Dude. Yeah. It's an Akashic Records podcast. So you guys will get the full, basically there's an hour long story. The podcast is called Asia University. So I'm teaching people how to tune into their, their in- energetic gifts, their intuitive powers. I like that. So love it. Um, it's very educational AG university, a school from the cosmos. That's what it's called. And I do the first episode, basically I'm just waiting to get approved by Apple podcast. So who knows how long that takes, but it's out there. Um, the first episode is I had it actually a near death experience and I was so not a believer in energy. I don't think I wasn't, I, I, 
I was almost like borderline an atheist, which is like so intense. And I hate even saying it because I don't even identify with that version of myself, but I just had like almost zero belief system because I grew up in a very strict religious background. It didn't resonate with me. But then I was just kind of nothing and I just didn't even know what to connect to. I didn't understand energy. I had a heart attack my mid twenties, which is crazy. And I had this experience where it was the first time that I encountered angels. You know, I saw these beings and I really realized that we do have guardian angels. And I had been someone that was such a hater. I'm like, that stuff's not real, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, God was like, I'll show you. (laughs) Yeah. You really walking around challenging me, huh? So And I was, so, um, I had this crazy out of body experience and I had this, you know, I saw these angels and they basically communicated to me that I was here to help people. And these energetic gifts that I have been given, or maybe always had just didn't tune into them. Didn't, you know, I don't, I don't know where it was, but I came back was very clairvoyant and, um, was connecting and seeing energy. And that was the first time I was seeing it. And I'm like, okay, this is, am I crazy? Am I losing my mind? Like I had to go through this whole, you know, uh, journey of really accepting that and, and seeing it as a gift and, and realizing that I could help people. And, and it wasn't until I discovered the Akashic records, which is basically a collective consciousness. People are like, what is the Akashic records? And everyone has an Akashic record. It's not like a book. It's not a physical thing. It, it's a consciousness energy state that I go to in meditation. So I do like a 40 minute meditation before I sit with a client. And I actually started practicing in quarantine. So it's been, I'm going on my third year. So everyone has an Akashic record attached to them. And it's it's called in all religions. It's like God's plan or the book mm. of life or the Akasha. It shows up almost everywhere, which is really interesting to me. Um, there's a common thread in a lot of religious and cultures. Um, and so in the Akashic records, it's really like your past, present and future soul's journey. So this could be past lives. This could be karmic lessons that you're learning in this life. This could be things in your Akashic record. That's your true soul's purpose purpose that you're to carry out in this life. So part of my Akashic record soul's purpose was to teach people about the Akashic records. And, um, so I started, And I never intended on doing readings for people. It was never like, I knew I had mediumship capabilities. I knew I had the ability to see and communicate with energies, but I really didn't, I didn't want to tell anyone because old me would have thought that person was fucking crazy. I had never experienced someone that could do this. So I'm like, are people going to be like, Anna Grace has lost her marbles. And keep in mind, I have a huge platform at this point when this is happening. So it's like, do I tell people like, this is confusing, but I started my friend's started, I basically kind of did like spontaneous readings for friends. Like something would happen and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you this right now. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, sit down, let me, <laughs> let me right. like, okay. feel into, you know, it was just like, it happened. And they were all like, holy shit. Like, how'd you know that? How'd you do that? And I was like, I don't know. And then I started studying and I did like basically like two years of courses and online training and practice circles and energetic readings and connecting with people. That was like quarantine was such a gift for me in that sense, because I was really able to hone in on that and like tune into it, tune out. Like there is a a bit of a a ritual around like, I don't want to always just be like spontaneously having these situations happen because it's a little jarring, especially if you're in like a crowded space. So just learning, you know, energetic boundaries and protection was big, but I did one reading for the CEO and founder of Blender Bombs, Helen Hall, who I love. She's a dear friend. And she like cried. She was shook. She was like, I can't even believe what you just said. And I'm like, I can't either. <laughs> and um, I did one ring for her and it just spread word of mouth. 
And next thing you know, I had like 50 people on a wait list and I hadn't even really told it. I never told social media. I never told anyone. I was like, oh my gosh, now it has exploded. I do uh, readings every week for people, but I really do specialize in like CEOs, like people that are really needing to make some big decisions because I find that I, I, I would rather make big decisions that are like purpose-driven and soul's purpose versus like, is my boyfriend cheating on me? That type of energy. You know what right, I'm saying? Because sure. I do get people that are like, is this relationship good? And I'm, I love to help people if that's part of their journey, but I like helping people with like their big path. Um, so yeah, Akashic Records is basically like your soul's journey and I am aligning you. So basically I see this energetic version of you and the Akashic Records that's like, this whole perfect version that God created you to be like, if you did everything in this life, that was the ultimate highest version of yourself, your mission. I am seeing that person. I'm communicating with that person and I am relaying that information to you. So if you're like, I'm in this phase where I'm feeling a little stuck, a little confused, I am lacking clarity on which direction to go. I can see essentially the next three levels or the next three steps, or I'm, I literally give people action steps and takeaways. It's not like I'm just like kind of reading their energy. Cause I know there are some psychics or clairvoyants that just sort of read what's around you. I'm like, no, no, no. If you woke up tomorrow and you were like, I am my absolute highest version of self, this is what she would be doing. So it's really just kind of helping people when you get, sometimes you're just so in the thick of it, you can't even see right. But then bringing in someone that can see the bigger picture, I'm giving them the zoomed out expression of themselves. So it's, it's really cool. I'm really passionate about it. I could talk about it all day long. I love it because I feel so accomplished when I help someone, right. Get them through to this big next level. So, you know, I always say that's kind of like my act of service. That's what I do. That's what I'm here to do. And so essentially I've gotten so many people on a wait list now that I, cause you can, you can sign up for my newsletter. I have a free newsletter. If anyone here is curious, sorry, there's a really loud car. so if anyone is interested i do have a newsletter it's free it goes out like once a month and it's an akashic um akashic records energy report and also it i open up slots just for people that are in my newsletter to do a reading so that's something that i just kind of like to do for fun to kind of keep that community of people that are really interested versus always dumping it on my instagram Mm -hmm. story where people might just be following me for fashion so I am intending on the courses is teaching people how to read their Akashic records. Cause I'm like, obviously I can't read for everyone, but I can teach people how to tune into the energy. Maybe they're not quite as like, they might not be at the level where I am, where they will be doing readings, but they can still tune into their intuition through this practice. So everyone has different levels and everyone has different energetic gifts. Some people might feel really drawn to Akashic records. Some people might be a totally different modality, but the information that's going to be going out on my podcast will be kind of like me doing like mass readings for people and just letting them know of the energy of the world and where we are each month. So it's going to be... I am obsessed. <laughs> like... <laughs> Um, but I, I love that what you're saying is like, anybody can really tap into this and into their own energy. That's what I was going to ask you is that like, when you're reading for, like you said, like larger CEOs or somebody who's like wanting to make like a big shift and they're kind of like, I don't know which way to go. Do you ever like when I'm sure this happens, but when you give them that, like re that reading of like three to four, like you said, levels out, are they like, Oh my God, that's exactly what I thought. Or like, or that's what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. Um, cause I'm a huge proponent of like 
um, in human design, they say like, your gut is always right. Right. Like we yes. always know, like the answer is always in mm-hmm. within us. Mm-hmm. But like you said, sometimes you're kind of like in the thick of it crowded, um, up in your yes. headspace, trying to figure out where to go. Do you feel like that is the general consensus? What happens when you give people that like reassurance? Yes. So, or, you know, it's, it's either they've felt that they've been interested in trying that method. Cause sometimes people just get locked in on this one way of doing things mm-hmm. like, Oh, I've thought that I've had this idea. Okay. But I'm just like validating that. I'm like, yes, you were correct. Like follow that idea. Cause you're energetically very supported in that region. So a lot of times people are like, I felt that before, or, or sometimes they're like, the, what I'm telling them is that it's so much bigger than they even imagined. Right. So I'm telling people, I'm like, yes, what you're thinking is correct, but it's actually bigger. And I want you to play with how, what would this look like if it was bigger, more expansive, more successful, because you are a projector, you are a projector (laughs) through and through. So I just, I really just tell people, I'm like, yes, what you're thinking, but more, or yes, what you're thinking, but let's just like, let's play with, I never tell people anything that I'm never going to be the end all be all for them. I'm going to be like, I can see something and I'm going to start giving them these questions. And I'm like, okay, what if it looked like this? What if it felt like this instead of what you're thinking? Because your thinking is yes, but I'm really just giving, giving them a totally different perspective that sometimes it's like that aha moment that they're like, okay, that's exactly what I needed. You know, I needed someone to just confirm or validate that, like, keep going in this path because sometimes people, you know, it's just, once you, once you are doing something and you find that it's not working, it's not working. It's like, okay, I need to pivot, but how, and that's where I come in being like, okay, let's, let's think about it from this perspective. Right. Because I'm seeing this and they're all, they're always like, oh my gosh, yes. And you know, they probably would have gotten there. I always tell people, it's not like I am the key to their life success, but I love I love challenging, you know, where they're at and then offering them this alternative perspective. Like I always really feel like I give people tools and action steps on how to connect to that place quicker. Right. Yeah. Sometimes we just don't know the right tools or we're stuck in something and we just can't see it. So, yeah, but I, I do think that I always tell people, especially if they're really intuitive, I'm like, nothing I say right now is going to shock you. (laughs) Right. Like at some point, you know, or you've had this dream, it just looks like different or you felt this. I always tell people when I was little, I told my dad when I was like eight that I was like, dad, I'm going to be, I I was like, I'm going to be on stage performing for like millions of people. And, um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. I'm going to be really successful and I'm always going to take care of you, dad. I'm like in second grade. He's like, what? But it was funny because I always thought I was a singer because in my mind, I'd never seen anyone to be on stage singing. I can't sing. I can't, I can't <laughs> sing. This 29 version of me does not sing, but it's funny because it's, it was public speaking, you know? Mm-hmm. So as a little girl, I thought oh, I'm going to be this like famous singer. Well, no, I, I it looked different. Right. But right. I had that vision. So that's kind of how it is. That's like a funny small example but that's how it is when I do readings for people they've had this vision on their heart but okay so maybe you're not a singer but you're speaking life into these people right or you're you know you have a vision that's placed on your heart I always say we have this like internal GPS that's planted in us and even as a child we can access it super easy then when we get older it gets a little more fuzzy because you know we get disconnected from Mm -hmm. societal programming but at our core we always know you know everyone's intuition is always guiding them and never leaves yeah I think that's so true and it's it's so funny that you're like, of course you're a projector and that's exactly where you're going because, um, 
or what you've tapped into, because I always say that about my husband is that like, is he a I, he's a projector. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I gathered that from the naps earlier. Cause I love yeah. Him. Yeah. He's a projector. And he like, when I was really struggling, like being in this online space and like, am I a coach? Am I into fitness? Like, how am I, all I wanted really to do was to show my life and to show other people that it's not all what it seems online. And, um, I didn't know how I was going to do that though. Was it going to be through fitness? Was it going to be through some other modality? Like, you know, how is it showing up for me? And he always would tell me like, it, it was weird because I would be stuck in this one little problem. Like what course do I release next? Or like, what's my next podcast episode? Or like, do I even have a podcast or whatever? And he would be like, his vision was always like 10 years. He always saw me 10 years down the road. So like when I would get hung up on these small things that to me, they're like extremely important and they're blocking what's happening. And to me, I'm like up in my, oh my God, I have to do this, that, and the other. And like running around like a crazy person, Yeah, he'd be like, dude, like, um, you know, it's going to be good because I mean, I already know who you are in 10 years. And I'm like, I I never understood it until, like I said, human design made me realize that a lot. And like when, also when I cleared, like we're talking about like clearing, um, the bullshit kind of like out of your head and going Mm -hmm. back into myself, I was like, Oh my God, I think I understand now what he was trying to see and who he saw and trying to be that person. So I love that. I love everything about that, but I want to ask you about, um, okay. AG university is going to be the name of your podcast, Mm -hmm. but you're also going to be doing courses within Mm -hmm. AG university as well. Can you talk Mm -hmm. about that? Yeah. So I, um, initially got the little ping in my brain, a little download. I was going to do AG university. Cause I almost want to make it like, I'm totally exposing myself, but I loved Harry Potter growing up. I <laughs> was obsessed. I don't know. I think because I always was like me, I'm a witch. I'm a <laughs> well, talk about strict religious households. I was not allowed to watch Harry Potter. So I've literally never seen it. No, I know. <laughs> that's like inner, inner child work you gotta watch it or like read a book or something like something I, right I don't know I just always I love Harry Potter I really did I was an avid reader but I was kind of a weird like I loved you know the Twilight I, I loved all of the trendy cheeky mm-hmm. books of that time the Twilight was a little bit older but Harry Potter was my first experience falling in love with reading and so my vision for AG University, it's a school from the cosmos. So it's very galactic and Saturn and spacey vibes. And um, actually the imagery, I'll tell you the imagery on the, the cover. You guys will see it at some point. Look it up. Um, I have like this l- la- massive white light sort of string that's attached to the top of my head. And I got my aura photographed multiple times. Every time I get it photographed, I have this huge white beam of light connected to the top of my head and it's my line to the Akashic records being able to it's like an angel line so it's based literally like angels communicate with us telepathically they just kind of like ding little pings Mm -hmm. they send us little like when you get a random idea out of nowhere I always say like thank you to my angels (laughs) because that was an idea coming from and so I have this line right Mm -hmm. so the cover of the courses is this like kind of school from the cosmos it's like messages from above is always the 
the format. So I got the, the download essentially to do AG university and I wanted it to be like, you are a part of our sorority or we are a class or we're this school of like witches and wizards together, <laughs> like a Harry Potter vibe mm-hmm. and really connecting because I want there to be this community piece because I felt so confused when I was talking about all this stuff because it was not normal. It was not common and it was not, it was very foreign for me because I knew where I came from. And I find a lot of people that go through spiritual awakenings or just even in tune with the law of attraction or manifestation. And you start wanting to distance yourself from people in your life that aren't in alignment with your headspace or your energy, or they're draining you. But then you're kind of, it's very lonely at times, right? Because you have to cut these people out, but then you're like, okay, but where are my people? (laughs) Where, where are they? So I wanted AG university to feel like we were this kind of, it's like its own entity more so. So it's, it's a brand, it's an umbrella. There's going to be courses and tuning into your intuition and your powers and your energetic gifts and intuitive eating and doing meditations. And it's definitely going to have live events attached to it. I don't know what that looks like, but I realized the missing piece was like, I don't have anywhere that I talk about this. Right. So then the podcast came about because I had never bought a course without listening to someone talk about it on a podcast. You know, it's, it's selling courses is you really need to explain them more so than a 30 mm-hmm. second Instagram story. Right. For sure. And, a, and this is something that truly changed my life. Sorry, my microphone, something <laughs> that truly changed my life. And now that I'm here, I'm like, I want everyone to experience this because it's so liberating realizing that you have power over your life. I was someone that was so stuck in a victim mentality for a long time. And then realizing there's another way you're like, wait a minute, I don't have to do this. I don't have to live this life. I don't have to be around these people. I have control, which is very empowering. So the whole purpose of the course is definitely to empower. It's definitely, I think I'm open to women and men, but I find a lot of the stuff with eating is more Mm -hmm. tailored for women, but everyone's welcome at AG university. (laughs) Everyone that's that's struggled at some point in their life is, is welcome there. And I just want it to be like a really safe place. So it's going to be courses, live events, podcasts. It's really just like an overarching brand that we've kind of given birth to. And, um, I want to do merch too. Yes. <laughs> I, I, want to do I merch. love it. So yeah, it's, it's a little bit of everything, but that's definitely the name of the podcast. And you guys can get a ton of free information for what's going to be going on in the courses. You can go from there. Cause I'm doing lots of energetic protection. Like a big ones around drinking. That's like my thing lately is like teaching people to practice energetic drinking around alcohol because people who like struggle with anxiety from mm-hmm. after drinking, I'm like, no, all you have to do is practice energetic protection. It's like little simple things that can make such a big difference in your life. So yeah. I love how you shared it. You shared about that. I think on TikTok. Shannon's oh, podcast oh. or something. Yeah. Maybe. It, I don't know. I listened to like five podcasts that you're on. So I have them kind of, thank you for together, listening. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, it was honestly really interesting. Um, but you were talking about spirits um, spirits as an alcohol and how that came to be from, um, okay. You can word it a little bit better than me, but that it was a way for the spirits to like enter your, your energy field. Is that right? Yeah. So there's a couple ways I'm still streamlining how to explain this to people. So a couple different ways when the, when, um, chemists are creating perfumes, they put alcohol in flowers to extract their essence, right? So alcohol is to extract their essence. So a a lot of different religious texts, I actually went on a retreat with a friend that I made there. And she was like, she's her, her native language was Arabic. And she said, 
in Arabic, alcohol translates to literally evil spirits. So I was like, wow, that's there's something there. And the more I kind of dug, it was like alcohol kind of withdraws our essence, right? So our essence is our true self, our, our, our highest self, right? So if we are kind of disengaged, this, our essence is disengaged because alcohol kind of draws it out. Then we're open to be susceptible mm. to energies of lower vibrations, right? That's, it could literally be the person beside you is going through some shit. And then all of a sudden you're feeling something that you're like weird. Cause people have associated, there's a lot of anxiety associated with alcohol and where does it come from? Why does that happen? Or, or you do something so fucking crazy. You wake up the next morning and you're like, why did I say that? That was so weird. Like, why did I do that? Or we all have a friend that drinks and you're like, oh my gosh, she turns into a literally different person. That's because there is literally something at play there energetically. And I, I always tell people that to bring awareness, not to scare them. It's not scary. And we have autonomy. We have power over our energy, right? So all it is is setting boundaries that, hey, if I'm drinking, I do not allow energies to influence my behavior or influence my body, my being, nothing. And it's really just practicing that. That's kind of what I want to teach people because I used to love to go out and drink. Unfortunately, I can't drink anymore. Just stop. I had so many episodes where I was fainting from drinking and just like my body just stopped processing alcohol. It was strange, but it makes sense because when I do readings for people, I can't have anything in my system. I can't have any substances but it's a little more extreme. Most people aren't doing readings. Um, so they could just practice energetic protection. That's what I tell people. I'm like, I have zero judgment when it comes to drinking alcohol. I'm like, heck yes. Do you like have fun? But the moment that it stops becoming fun and there's problems involved, that's when you need to have this awareness that you have power over your energetic situation, I guess. Is that a good way of explaining? No, I think you explained it perfectly. And I feel like you know, they say that like your most authentic or not your most authentic, but like your true feelings come out when you drink. But I don't think that's, I think that's somewhat true, but I think it's also, like you said, like there's other energies at play and you're like, just open to receiving them. So it may be not that it's true. Right. But it may be like something you've thought before or that you're uh, nervous for and like anxiety yeah, or, ridden, or an right? insecurity an insecurity. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to have, um, I had this boyfriend in college who, when I would get drunk every time I would get drunk, which was a lot in college, I would right. like talk about how much I didn't like being with him, which was <laughs> like really embarrassing. If, if you really think about it, because I was like, I really don't like, I didn't feel that way, but I think what my maybe subconscious was trying to tell me was like, get out or like there's a bad feeling about how this is going to end as far as a relationship or, you know, something was there. Um, but I, the, however I was expressing it wasn't getting across. And I was so like, I wasn't in tune with myself at all at that time. So I was like, I don't believe that. Like, no, let's, let's just not talk about that. And I'm going to try to control myself when I drink, but yeah, well, here's the thing when we drink, which is interesting, our energetic boundaries are like loosen or they mm. kind of lower. So it's not always bad. Actually, sometimes our most intuitive thoughts can come through because we're not suppressing them. Mm -hmm. That's what I tell people. So like, like I'll have like these 
very psychic moment, like I like around people if I was drinking. And I think that's kind of why I was fainting. It was like, I was, my senses were getting overloaded because I would be like, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Your grandfather who passed away and blah, 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 blah. And like, it was just like coming through me. And and I'm like, I'm saying, it's not like it was a negative experience or negative energy. It was right, just like right. our energetic boundary that is typically up protecting us comes down. So then sometimes true thoughts can come out or insecurities. Maybe it's more of a negative experience. Mm-hmm. It's just like that, that kind of boundary or that veil that's there when we're sober and alert is gone. And so that's why maybe your subconscious was like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's we so gotta- funny. I always talk about that because I'm like, I, I <laughs> always, never- oh my God, so embarrassing. Honestly, like thinking back, I'm like, how embarrassing that I was like, I mean, everybody does stupid things, but I'm like, I'm literally just trash talking. Like, I think I was very insecure at that time for sure. And I definitely used drinking as a way to speak my more truer thoughts, um, or my more like aggressive thoughts that I was thinking, um, through drinking and then like blaming it on drinking. So, I mean, that's yeah. our twenties for us though. I know. I know. And it's like, I definitely, I was telling Austin, I, cause we both, I feel like to commit to sobriety at the level that I really had to for my career and things that I'm doing. And also my health, I fell and broke my nose, you guys. So it's like, yes, I heard that. Yeah, it was crazy. And it wasn't, everyone was like, were you drinking too much? And I'm like, no, I'd have like, a, this would be like a dinner, like a skinny mark. And I would just, and just my body stopped processing alcohol. I just said, no, ma'am. So Austin, who's my boyfriend, he is also sober now too. And so I feel like we just kind of both had to go into it because one partner is not drinking. It's not really fun for the other one. So we just committed, but we were like, it's gotten so it's gotten easier once you realize that like you can still go out. We still have a good time. We still do things. I always tell people, I'm like, I don't care. It's just like, I physically couldn't do that anymore. So like, but it's interesting how I do feel, I don't even really know where I was going. I was just saying like, you get a lot of clarity around it, you know, like you get so much clarity now at this point in my life versus twenties where I'm like, it was fun, but I do still have moments where I'm like, Oh, I kind of like, I just like miss the act of like, Oh, I just want like a glass of wine with his dinner. Cause it's yummy. So, um, but I think it's just, it's all about bringing awareness to it, you know, and intention with drinking. Yeah. I love that. You said that I love how I love your approach to all of this and how it's like not hard or fast. And it's like, You just have to put your own intention on it. I really, really like that. I think it's very approachable. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I'm like, I've been, I've been on every side of the spectrum. So like, I am like in zero position to judge. (laughs) I'm like, I've been a binge drinker. Now I'm sober. (laughs) It's just, I don't even know. Like, so we're here. We're doing the best we can. I love it. Um, Okay. So I got this idea from a podcast that I was on um, doing like exiting, uh, doing uh, rapid fire questions. And I love it because I don't know, you, you've been on a lot of podcasts, but sometimes the ending, you're just kind of like, okay, and now we're done. So I always hated ending and exiting my podcast. Cause I, I will talk for hours to someone. Um, so I love talking with you, you're fun. I know we're like vibing and I love it. So let's do a, um, we're going to do some rapid fire questions. Last time okay. I made them up on the spot with my okay. other, <laughs> but I did write out some today. Cause I was like, I might be a little bit like, I might not have them ready to go. Um, hit me side note, the girl yeah. who was here, who I did the rapid fire questions with last time, she's 
um, I don't know if you saw my video talking about manifesting you coming on the podcast. Yes, I did. You did. Okay. I was like, I don't know if you saw that, but I, I love it. was like, so, I've been wanting to have you on and, um, some other guests on. And I was just like, I'm going to make this little cute video about manifesting. And so one of my friends who I think she introduced me to Shannon, um, online. And then I, I had already followed you. And so you and Shannon together, anyways, she's a redhead. And she is like, oh my God, I feel when I was here doing the rapid fire, she knew you were coming on the next um, time I was recording. And she was like, okay, you have to get her to just be um, her and Shannon, me and you to go out on Broadway and like have the best time. And I was like, okay, I feel like (laughs) we'll see how the vibe is now. I'm like, okay, she's, she was totally right. She's like, we do have a good vibe and a good energy to like hang out and chill and Oh my gosh. 100%. I wish I was still lived in Nashville. We would go out on Broadway. I'm like, now I'm in Florida. I've actually never been to Nashville. Nashville? I really, I really want to go. I'm wanting to do like a live event as well, like a retreat. Um, you should Nashville. I want to go. It's magical. I know. I feel like I need to go. I was originally going to do it in Dallas because I know Dallas so well and it's in the middle of the country. So I was like, okay, perfect. But central. Yeah. But I was thinking someone, told me she was like uh recently she was like Nashville is way more your vibe but I feel like I need to go before scope it before you do that yeah Yeah. go and also fall right now is like the best time to be in Nashville it's so oh I was there last week and I was like I love this time of year it's magical yeah I need to go but um okay let's do the rapid fire okay favorite food mac and cheese Oh yes. I love that. I love mac and cheese. <laughs> I love that. Is it a vegan gluten-free mac and cheese? Or are you going balls out? I mean, in, in like my gluten allergy life. Yeah, it is. But like in my fantasy life, it's full, <laughs> it's balls to the wall. And you know what? Sometimes I still do balls to the wall. It just depends on like what I'm going to feel like the next day, what I have to do. <laughs> No, I just, I, my mom always would make mac and cheese, like a good homemade one with like Gruyere, you know, she would make like the good cheese, but even, I mean, I still, I get down with some bonza too. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, what is, and you may not know this, but the sign that you feel like is most prevalent in your life. So I know you're a cancer, but, um, do you have a sign that shows up for you in like relationships, friendships, stuff like that, that shows up oh, the most oh, uh, is it horoscope. Like- horoscope sign okay that is like in my life Sagittarius Sagittarius okay yeah so Austin's a Sagittarius Shannon's a Sagittarius Sagittarius energy for sure which is I I wish I knew a little bit more about astrology I'm working on it but yeah I know that's for sure well it lines up it lines up I think a lot with human design I feel like everything kind of goes together with that too is like reading those charts Shannon um, and she's a generate she's got a generator everyone around mm, me pretty much has generator really projectors <laughs> yeah I have to um dude I know so many projectors and I don't know any generators like yeah. I don't I'm isn't like, that funny how we just yeah. attract we're like compatible mm-hmm. I actually a- attract a lot of um Sagittarius's or Aquarius's are who I attract I like Aquarius we got some water mm-hmm. energy <laughs> okay um Starbucks order or coffee shop order. Oh my gosh. Starbucks all day long. I am on it with their pumpkin cream, cold brew. Mm. 
I love it so much. I wish I could find, like, I have tried 12 pumpkin drinks and I just, I, I, I want to like the local coffee shop one, but it, I just keep going back to Starbucks. I love it so much. I told Austin, I only let myself go on the weekends or else I would go every day. Like that little <laughs> foam they put on top. I'm foam like, is fire. What is that? I'm gonna have to buy like a whole blender and do a whole ass thing in the morning. You know who has a good pumpkin spice creamer that I think is similar is um silk. Okay. So silk has a pumpkin spice creamer that I think is similar because it's not as like pumpkin-y. That's I think mm-hmm. what I like about Starbucks is it's not like a shot of pumpkin pie in your mouth, right. in your mouth, <laughs> in your eyeballs in the morning. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> or like gritty. I don't like that. But, um, so silk has a really good one that's, but it's kind of hard to find, but it's a pumpkin pie creamer and you got to buy a milk frother, not a handheld, but like a legit one, legit one, not the ninja one. I mean, the ninja, the Nespresso one, that one's no good. Not I'll that one. You, I'll send you one on it. Well, send me the link. Gosh, see, there's, there's a lot of steps involved. <laughs> there is, there's a lot of steps. There's a lot of things, but yeah, that I would say that's like the best, um, pumpkin creamer that I found. Cause I'm not okay. that big into pumpkin, but I do love that pumpkin cold brew too. I'm in it to win it. I am like the most basic bitch in the world. I'm like pumpkin <laughs> and I'm walking into Trader Joe's and I'm like, <laughs> thriving. Okay. If you weren't in your current career now, what do you mm-hmm. think you'd be doing? DJing. DJing? <laughs> Holy shit. I did DJing. not expect that. <laughs> I would be a DJ. <laughs> like I, I, there, there was a small stint in my life in my early twenties where I would DJ at a club and I was just like a hype woman on the microphone. I, I, oh I could go back to that. <laughs> so are you somebody that like takes over the playlist at the party? Honestly, no, not because I'm not that like, I'm not that demanding of like the music I have mm. to hear, but I love to just like hype people up. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I love like old school. Like I'm talking like Ying Ying twins, like throwback yes. rap, like get low, like the, just like those iconic mm-hmm. <laughs> teach me how to Dougie. Like that was always <laughs> what I was like, but people loved it. Yeah. It was, just, it was fun. Um, yeah, I think that's what I would be. I would be a DJ. I honestly wish I could mix music, like how they take two songs mm-hmm. and mix them together. Maybe at some point in my life, I'll do that because I would actually like to make music, but I don't know. Someone hit me up. <laughs> I'm not sure how. <laughs> I've been wanting to buy a DJ kit for my husband because he is the person who takes over the playlist at the party. But same thing, like he wants to like mix the songs together to make it sound, you know, more seamless or whatever. And he's always says that he's like, if I wasn't doing my current job, like I'd be a DJ, like I'd be DJing hilarious. (laughs) Me and your husband will be friends, but that usually happens, right? Like when you are connecting with someone, they are like, you connect with them in this, in a similar way to a significant other, because you know, you attract just like a friendship, right? Right. 100%. Okay. What's the best Amazon purchase you've made this month? Oh man, I really keep Amazon. I keep them rolling. Uh, I know that's me too. <laughs> well, I really want to give a good one for this too, because I'm like, I've got my Amazon storefront is absolutely popping. Okay. Well, the most recent purchases that I've made obviously has been a microphone for my podcast. So that's mm. good. I, I love my little tiny mini mic for my TikTok too. Yeah. I love that. Like, I love a good, I love a good audio. This like the microphone means like I'm meaning business. Um, I also (laughs) just got, 
Let me think. What did I order recently? I just ordered a swimsuit that I love. I, I just this morning was using, I got this, these like ice block things that you pour ice in the top and then it freezes and you rub it on your face. Have you seen those? Mm -hmm. I just got one of those and I just used it today and I'm like, well, my life's changed. My eyes are no longer puffy. <laughs> I also, you know what else I really love? I love my new face, that like electronic thing. I am literally shook because last a week and a half ago, had my friend here, I ordered the new face before yeah. your, your newsletter came out and it was on there. Literally. Mm -hmm. I think it came out the day after I recorded, but in this episode, I'm like, it, I sound like a complete fucking idiot calling it my new face <laughs> that I got, that I bought this item, but I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed too. I love it. It's the Instagram so ads got me, but oh, they're truthful. truthful. They are truthful. I am the I'm consumer. Like, like, yep, I need it. Yeah, me too. I was. I like, love yep. a facial tool. I love a gua sha. I love yes. all that stuff. I'm like, that stuff is like, I look completely different than I did like a year or two ago. For sure. For I'm like, sure. everyone, you can change your face. Just so you know, <laughs> like <laughs> you really can. Like I was like the most puffy face. Cause I think I had food allergies too. Mm -hmm. I'm like a little lymphatic drainage. You're good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Okay. Last one is what is your favorite candy? If you're reaching mm. for candy, going to the movie theater, gas station, oh gosh. chocolate, peanut butter, everything mm. lathered on my body. Probably like a Reese's. I mean, peanut butter is my like peanut butter M&Ms or like those peanut butter pretzel one M&Ms. Oh my gosh. Or yeah, definitely Reese's um, or the Reese's pieces with popcorn. Oh yes. That, that mm. is good with popcorn for mm -hmm. sure yeah so chocolate peanut butter i i do like a um a date with like a little bit of peanut butter yeah. and for night at nighttime with my dessert oh so good those are so good too i made those oh you know what else ago. i did a partnership and this is not an ad midday squares okay mm -hmm. i bought them a while oh, ago shit, they those are, are good, so good too the chocolate peanut butter ones mm -hmm. and that's a healthy one so if you guys don't like a healthy hack and they're not paying me to say this i wish they were but i like i'm a, like i would like crave those chocolate peanut butter ones because they're like dense and they're actually like good for you so i'm like okay yeah <laughs> they are good and you can barely eat like half i feel yeah, like like when they're you know the two squares yeah they're like they're dense i like getting my fix like i don't want like a little i want like a bite mm-hmm loud truck sorry um it sounded like it was for me too I was like because I'm on like a busy street too in the city so it's like always I'm always having like an ambulance come by in my podcast but I know classic <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you so so fucking much for coming being on sharing thank everything you. with us I cannot wait to see AG University, the podcast, the courses, everything like that. I can't wait to see everything you're doing. I really appreciate you coming. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And thank you yes. for supporting and listening to all yes. my podcasts and plugging me. I'm yes. so excited. I hope we all get to hang in Nashville soon. Oh, yes. Back. Yes. <laughs> be we'll be soon. there. We'll be there. <laughs> okay. Yay. I love you. Mwah. Thank you so much.